0: Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean Aylmer, And as usual, I'm joined at this time on a Monday morning by economist Stephen Kukoulos. You can find him at thecook.com, dot kcom or on Twitter using the handle the cook Stephen, good morning. And a great morning to you, Sean. Yeah. Now look, just scrap the data for a moment. How about what happened at the Reserve Bank on Friday? The new governor, Michelle Bullock. What a good move. I think that
1: while there was a clearly a bit of a competition, and the the list of potential candidates was a, was a good one, you know the others that were there appointing Michelle Bullock was a was a solid, steady appointment. You know she's clearly got the knowledge, expertise, and experience to do a good job. Obviously, she's going to be the at the helm to implement the recommendations of the review of the Reserve Bank, which came out a few months ago. So that's changing, you know, the number of board meetings, changing the. Transparency, I suppose, and the media conversations that she's going to be having after every board meeting now, and a few other procedural issues with the new Monetary Policy Board, which is obviously yet to be appointed. But, you know, it's a good appointment. It's a solid appointment. And it's one that, you know, I was looking at the financial markets in the hour or two after she was appointed. And, you know, I know there's more moving parts than just the appointment of an RBA governor, but. The ASX was up, the dollar was up, and bond yields were down. So yeah, if they appointed the wrong person, I dare say we'd get financial markets reacting negatively, but we saw you know, markets you know, going in the right direction, and yeah, to me, that's a vote of confidence
0: as well. She said the consensus seems to be that she'll be a more consensus-driven governor, shall we say. Yeah, look, I, I think that's right, uh, I,
1: and I think that one of the criticisms of Dr Lowe – yeah, rightly or wrongly but you know clearly you know he missed his inflation target quite a lot and gave some less than accurate guidance on where rates would be and those sorts of things and the the suggestion is that he didn't listen to uh the internal bank economists as much as perhaps he should that the other members of the board may have had a few ideas from time to time that again he tended to not embrace when he was looking at his forecasts for inflation for growth and where interest rates should be so you know, if Michelle Bullock approaches it with a very open mind, and again, with the new structure of the bank, we've got to remember that, you know, she'll be managing uh, a central bank that's going to be very different to the one that uh, Phil Lowe was managing. I think it's going to be good. And I think it's going to be good for public policy. You know, the the, the proof of the pudding, of course, is will she meet her inflation target? Will she keep the economy growing at near full employment? Because that's the only benchmark you can really have for a central bank governor. You know, they can occasionally have a misstep. But if they then correct that the following month or the month after that, you know, usually they can recoup any any misstep that they make. And again, Dr. Lowe did not appear to do that as well as, uh, you know, Glenn Stevens and
0: Ian McFarlane, the former RBA governors. Okay, so Michelle Bullock takes over in a couple of months. She'll be faced with an economy, I mean, I'm sure she's part of the deliberations now anyway, but where we're at today, particularly given last week's US CPI figures and the comments from Phil Lowe about interest rates, it kind of looks like we're getting towards the peak of that rate cycle. I mean, we've been saying it for months, but now we really mean it, Stephen. I, th- I think we're really there, yes. I think now, with, and as you mentioned, it wasn't just the US
1: inflation numbers, which came at 3.0% year on year. So uh, that's down from 9% about a year ago. So, you know, inflation certainly going in the right direction. You know, China's got inflation at zero, annual inflation 0%. So you've got the global inflation environment sort of tilting all the right way. So, you know, again, regardless of whether it's Phil Lowe or Michelle Bullock in a way, we know that inflation in Australia is going to be falling over the over the next six to 12 months. And that's really important. You know, there is a debate about how quickly it falls, of course, and that's still going to be there for many months to come. But, you know, the, the the new governor, she's going to be presiding over, you know, a weaker economy. There's no doubt about that. Unemployment will be creeping up. It's just a matter of how quickly it's creeping up. And, you know, inflation's falling. And as you said, you know, we might be at the peak of the interest rate um, hiking cycle, which would be, you know, an interesting phenomenon for her to sort of preside over for the first you know, few months as governor. Mm. So what's up this week? Well, there's really only two things of, of material note from the domestic economy. We, one, we actually get the RBA minutes from the uh, the July board meeting when they uh, surprised some in the market by holding rates steady. So obviously, Dr. Lowe gave a speech just recently about you know, what they were talking about. So I'd imagine the minutes will just simply cover that, that there was a debate between do they hold or do they go 25 points? And obviously, they decided to hold a discussion about you know how quickly inflation's falling and the like. So they're, they're always a good read but arguably more important than that. And uh, Dr. Lowe made this point that the labour market numbers will be something that they look at. And I'm sure Michelle Bullock will look at them too. But on uh, Thursday, we've got the labour force numbers. And you know, they've been choppy month to month. We had a fall and a rise and a fall and a rise, all this sort of uh, sawtooth pattern on employment and the unemployment rate. But you know, they're going to be really important. You know, If we get if we get another strong employment number, say a plus thirty thousand employment, unemployment staying at three and a half or three point six percent, you know maybe that feeds into the rate hike scenario. But of course, you know the the obverse of that is if we get confirmation that employment growth is slowing, the unemployment rate is ticking up, then the Reserve Bank can comfortably put their hand on their heart and say, look, we can we can pause another month and let's see how the economy goes. So they're a really important indicator. But, of course, let's not forget that next week we get the inflation data and they're going to be important as well as these labour force data this week.
0: Not often can you cheer on higher unemployment, but <laughs> I reckon this week we can. Actually, it was Michelle Bullock, wasn't it, who a couple of weeks ago actually talked about the need to lose jobs in the economy. Well,
1: yes, it wasn't her speech of approximately three weeks ago. i just have to check the date. But um, she actually was talking about how their assessment of Nehru, heaven forbid, you know, the full employment rate of unemployment, was about 4.5%, that, you know, below 4.5%, you get wage pressures, you get capacity constraints, you get labour shortages, skill shortages, and you can have too much of a good thing, like good red wine. You can have a little bit too much from time to time. <laughs> nah, yeah. No, you can't.
0: no like, you can't.
1: Like an unemployment rate. It can be too low. And when you run out of workers, which Australia did have, you know, you need to just sort of put the economy back on an even keel. And so when she gave that speech a few weeks ago, Ms. Bullock was sort of talking about that, you know, about four, four and a half percent. So, if we get the unemployment rate edging up towards that sort of level in the months ahead, again, it'll be just another indicator that, yep, we've done enough on interest rates, hold steady, let's wait for this inflation rate to fall and then you know, reassess things as uh, as more information comes to hand, as they say. Plenty to look forward to, Stephen. Enjoy your week. Thank you, Sean. Lots to digest and lots to look forward to. You're spot on.
0: That was economist Stephen Kukulis. You can find him at com or on Twitter using the handle cook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, The Week Ahead.